Hey, mates, not long at all until our live 200th episode spectacular. Carl, where and when is it happening? Saturday, August the 2nd at 7.30pm. It's upstairs at Five Burrows in Hardware Lane, 68 Hardware Lane in Melbourne. Uh, it's going to be a heap of fun. We're going to hang around and do plenty of silly things afterwards as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. heaps of huge guests confirmed, uh, which is rare for us. <laughs> and yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. So come down, support it. And uh, tickets are moving so quickly. So if you want to come... Uh, don't sleep on it. Otherwise, we're, we're oh man, we're so close to selling out. Uh, and then not long after that, we're going to be in Adelaide, uh, Tuesday, August the twelfth, at the Producers Bar from seven pm, doing both of our live solo shows from the Comedy Festival, a live Dum Dum Club podcast, and we're bringing up some of our friends from the show, friends of the show uh, from Melbourne with us. So you're going to get you're going to get good value for money. There's a lot going into this little three hour bracket, and it's going to be well worth your time. And uh, you know, again, we're away from home, so. We're going to be up for bakery slash uh, mm-hmm. going out afterwards. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a big, big, big dum-dum party. Yeah, quit your job. Don't worry about work on the Wednesday. Yeah. Quit your job and just come and hang out with us for one night. Uh, so all of those tickets and stuff are on sale. LittleDumDumClub.com if you go to the events page. And uh, look forward to seeing you there. See you, mates. <laughs> Mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo and sitting opposite me is the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. What do you got going on in your little life, mate? Well, we're doing this from your house today, which means um, in my flight zone today was, unfortunately, once again, is Domino's Pizza. Oh, so no. I had to apparently go there today. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here. I'm going to be feeling quite ill all and the, the way you through said, the hour. You said that you had to. The meeting time for this was midday. <laughs> so you've gotten a pizza at, what, 11.30 in the morning? Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to. Like, it's not even close to lunch on your way here. I would think you do the podcast and then you get lunch afterwards. Well, I, I just couldn't take that chance. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know what? It made me feel even worse. Like, I go in there and this is, this is a Domino's that doesn't even care anymore. I had to climb past motorbikes inside the shop. Like oh, yeah. The delivery bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just leave them in the shop now, apparently. <laughs> it's like, it's not enough of a signal that I'm going to have a bad day, that this is going to be bad quality food by just being Domino's. But they're like, we, we're just going to put motor vehicles in your way. Like, yeah, that's We're going to keep them in the shop. We don't care if the, the exhaust fumes affects the food, you know, <laughs> as if it's going to get worse. Pro- it'd probably make it better. What if they just turned the whole joint into a garage, you yeah, know? And so yeah. it's like you're... Greasy Joe's. Yeah, yeah. So you're walking past like a car up on the big... Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could know. You actually get to ride around while you're waiting for ten minutes. The motorbikes are there. Yeah, go for a spin. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, motorbikes dodge them. Yeah, in, inside a food place. But they're so like they're now doing every like they bring in all these other different foods. Like they're yeah. trying to do everything. Hot chips different. and stuff. Yeah. So it's it's not that unfeasible that they would just go ah and we'll just fix your car up while yeah. we're making your deep dish as well. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be too far off them giving that a go. Have yeah. the CEO on their ads. Coming in and going, yeah, now we can fix your car as well. Can I say this? And this might be the, the turning point when we get we finally get complaints. We get a lot of complaints. <laughs> but what is it with a certain look? Oh no. <laughs> is it true? <laughs> is it true that a lot of people from sort of the Indian Pakistan sort of Bye Charlie and Danny <laughs> part of the world love Pizza Hut and love Domino's and love Pizza Haven, stuff like that. Well, give us a call. (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you from that vague area that Carl just mentioned? And do you like that specific chain? I'm not sure how many people we need to hear from before we can say definitively that, Look, yes, that's a thing. I would like to get scientists in to find out if that is racist, because I don't think that is. It's just, I'm just saying. Yeah, scientists. <laughs> I'm just saying that it seems Boys, like... put, put cancer on the shelf. We're going to work on solving whether or not this podcast Pizza is racism. racist. Pizza yeah. racism. Get on, get on that. Oh, God. Okay, well, let's introduce our guests as if they even want to be introduced. Yeah, the, the worst the worst episode of Q&A ever. Let's, <laughs> let's take this big issue. Uh, well, first of all, uh, you know him. He's been on the show many times before. He's got a DVD coming out that we're going to talk about if he wants that to be associated again with this. <laughs> it's a lot of... Uh, a lot of corresponding material on that DVD with what we've just been talking about. Well, we'll uh, find out. Do people from Australia like Danny's DVD? <laughs> Please welcome back in a little Dum Dum Club, Danny McGinley. Yay! Wow. Um, that vague area is called the subcontinent. Yes, Carl. that's what I was looking for, the yeah, subcontinent. Yeah, and that's all I'm going to help you out with. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> okay. And uh, also joining us today, uh, you knew him from the project, then you didn't know him from the project, and now you know him again from the project for a little bit. Please welcome back into Little Dum Dum Club, Charlie Pickering. Hey, hey just uh, just picking up on Carl's point, do you even bloody recognise our country anymore? <laughs> <laughs> what were you talking about? <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> I just tend to do go... You know, do you know what? Everyone fucking loves pizza. <laughs> do you know why pizza is fucking everywhere in the world? Everyone loves pizza. No, I mean... Except I'm... you, because you go to fucking Domino's. <laughs> oh, that's, but that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about specifically bad pizza. If I go past the Pizza Hut... Is that why time... you go to Domino's? Because there's no Indians in there. <laughs> so hang on, wait. So this is now just morphed into you saying, do you know which races have poor taste? <laughs> in pizza... But what I'm fascinated with is that you, you so you're after an answer. Like you, you want to know. Yeah. So how many people would you need to hear from of that vague of the subcontinent that go, I love Pizza Hut before you'll be happy. You know, two. before two. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. That's a really yeah. shit episode of Family Feud. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Here we are. We've got we've got the subcontinental yeah. Grant Denyer there. Go. We yeah. surveyed two people. Do yeah. they like pizza? Yeah. Yes. Survey yeah. says blue one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got the Tendulkar family here. What would you like to eat? Pizza. Sixty-seven. Well, there you go. There's your answer. Should your answer. we start again? <laughs> <laughs> so should we turn the racist term of people from the subcontinent into pizza munchers? <laughs> oh, boy. Bad pizza wow. munches. Yes. Wow. Oh, we've got complaints already. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got, we've got a complaint. No. no. Uh, you know what? If I answer that, call us from Dave O'Neill. It's likely to get more racist from here. So yeah, I'd, good. I'd, I'd yeah. tell you what. If that was a phone call from a call centre, that was going to go <laughs> south very quickly. <laughs> hey, uh, it's, it's about midday. What are you? Are you about to get lunch or are you? have you had lunch? What are you, what are you got just, here in the office? I just like... I just like the fact that Carl is complaining that they've got a couple of motorbikes in the front of the shop, right? <laughs> Do you know why th- those motorbikes are there? They've barely fucking opened. Like, they're just going, this is ridiculous. No one comes in here at 11 o'clock in the morning. No wonder the bikes aren't out of the way yet. Just, yeah, calling up at 10 a.m. and going, can, you, can I just get a, yeah, just a large pizza to... <laughs> You're like one of those people, you know when someone has a garage sale, right? And they put the sign up the day before going, garage sale tomorrow. Yep. And people knocking on the door at yep. like one in the morning. Yeah. Are, you, are, you, are you open yet? Got, can got, I buy your table, tennis table? Got any pizza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's actually 
funny you bring that up because that, this happened to me the other night. I went to a, a concert at the Forum Theatre in uh, in Melbourne, and at the end of the gig, everyone's coming out, huge pile of people, kind of flocking out. Those the doors are all open. What was the gig, Tommy? Uh, it was the band Something for Kate. Oh yes, oh, yep. yes. Wow, old yeah. school. Yeah. Wow. Steel Saunders friend. Yeah, I got a free ticket claim. Yeah. Uh, we were coming out, and as everyone's flocking out, there's a Domino's pizza delivery guy standing there in the doorway, and like we didn't sort of see how what, it panned out. What colour were the people that went up to Oh, him? my God. <laughs> but there was too much of a flood of people to sort of stop and kind of take this in. But what it looked like had happened was half an hour, like, you know, sort of as the band have, like, gone off before the encore, someone's there going, bloody hungry, and I can't really be bothered going looking after this. And yeah. they've ordered a pizza to be delivered and gone, Wow, mate, just sort of stand out the front of the Forum Theatre and, uh, and I'll find you. Yeah. That is, yeah. That's that a is wild so, move. That's so almost classy, but not classy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is also the climax to the film The Wog Boy. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, he, he gets a pizza at a silver spoon sort of service place and everyone's outraged. Oh, right. Well, that, I don't know. Is that the climax or is that like midway through? It was when I turned off. So <laughs> <it was the laughs> hey, um, hey, just can I, can I bring something to the table to talk about? Please. Just on the topic of race, right? Yes. There's this new story, again, new story in the last couple of days. I don't know if you saw this. There was a, a restaurant in Chinatown in Sydney and they had an English language menu and a Chinese menu, like in Mandarin. Right. And the prices for the same dishes were 10% more expensive Ooh. in the English menu oh. than the Mandarin menu, right? And my Lord, didn't a bunch of people <laughs> who have never, ever had grounds to claim that people have been racist against oh, them yes. want to just fucking launch, uh, uh. like just wanted to be like, I am a victim of racism. I have been, I didn't even go to the restaurant, but oh, I am tired of the racism, the prejudice against me. I shall overcome. Like, oh, and, Dave, Dave O'Neill's ringing back, I think. So. But here's the thing. If in your life, English-speaking white person going to a Chinese restaurant in Chinatown, in Sydney, right... In your life, if the price of racism is about a dollar twenty for a beef and black bean, yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not really that much of a price to pay for racism. Yeah, it's pretty minimal. Yeah. yeah. Here's my question about Chinatown, right? Which I've <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Why isn't there more pizza huts? <laughs> ripped ripped out, out of today's headlines. Yeah, yes, the Carl, opinions of Carl Chandler. A lot of Asians <laughs> like Chinese food. <laughs> right. So my question about Chinatown is that's a that's a cool name for it. As long as they called it that. You know what I mean? Like, 100% true. Yeah. 100%. As long as that wasn't just how it came to be known. Yeah, as long oh. as it wasn't, oh, where's that? Oh, bloody over in bloody Chinatown over here where all the bloody Chinas it's, are. It's a very, it's a very heavy-handed name yeah. for, a, for a themed street. Uh, yeah, with the concept yeah. of if it was one of us that had named it, that is a pretty rotten name to call yeah. something. I, I, I think the first ever Chinatown in the world was in Melbourne. Right. Um, so, and it would have been all the Chinese migrants coming over for the gold rush. So it very likely. I didn't know. So is Chinatown place. a franchise? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's one in most cities. And but yeah, that's what I was about to say. Pretty much every major city has a Chinatown. Yeah. And I can't think of too many other. Like, not every city has like a Little Italy or whatever. Mm. No. You know? That's right. We could, 
If someone had had the foresight to call Ligon Street Little Italy, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would have been great. We'd have a Little Italy. Yeah. Little well, like Italy's you're saying with Chinatown. Everyone loves a Little Italy. Yeah. 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 Do, you, do you know who loves Little Italy? People from the subcontinent. They love pizza. <laughs> but can no, I tell no, you? No, no, no. That's, awesome. no, that's, a, that's a street full of, of Pizza Hut, Pizza Haven and, and uh, Eagle Boys, and that's called Shitty Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I tell you my favourite... Uh, l- Chinatown fact from around the world. I got told this this week. I know someone that just got back from, from Cuba, right? Great Chinatown in Cuba. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing. There is a Chinatown in Havana. Get this right. They, they, they thought, right, we're going to keep up with the rest of the world. We're going to have a Chinatown. And so they built Chinatown. And it's all like like it is in Melbourne or in Sydney. Like there's, there's Chinese theme to the architecture. Uh, but once they built it, and, and Chinese immigrants were, like, setting up restaurants and stuff there, the Cuban government, like, went very anti-business. Like, they went fully communist on the idea of, of, of any, anyone making money out of running restaurants. So they took over... They actually took over all the businesses. So all of the Chinese who were running the restaurants just left. Oh, wow. So now Chinatown exists. There are lots of Chinese restaurants but it's all prepared by Cuban people, paid, <laughs> and all the money goes to the government. No one has any idea how to cook Chinese food at all. <laughs> I love all. it. I love it. That is the biggest commitment to Chinatown yeah. I have ever heard. <laughs> just imagine. They like, violate human rights. For all well. those people yeah, that have yeah. been in a Chinese restaurant and thought, fuck, it'd be great if I could get a cigar here right about now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, even, they even built next door Little Tibet and nothing <laughs> just took it over. Can we get really... Uh, <laughs> Can we get really geographically specific and go into some Melbourne gear? That, you know, the Victoria Street where the big, uh, all the Vietnamese restaurants are? Yes. Yep. What's that fucking boat thing that they've built, oh, you know, as you, you drive in? Listen to you. <laughs> By the way, any sentence that begins with, what's with that fucking boat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to tread real carefully. Well, you guys know the thing I'm, I'm talking about. It's like as I've you no drive idea. in, it's just like yeah. you drive under it. And yeah, it's, they're, it's, making, it's, they're making, well, I guess what, what if we're following a theme... <laughs> Would be called Vietnam Town. Yeah, <laughs> little little Saigon. Yeah, but I like I don't need to drive under a little a big like that would have cost a lot of money to put up. Is that was is well, that, is that necessary? Wrong. I don't think they've done it well. Yeah, I don't think exactly. it looks good. Yeah, I, I think something there is a good idea. Like I, I think having having a gateway gateway to the near southeast is a good idea. <laughs> but well, hang on, that's just a direction. Calm down. Um, <laughs> But I don't. I, it doesn't strike me as awesome. I don't think it's done too no. well. I yeah. think they're just claiming it because there's also a big Vietnamese hub in Footscray in the west side of, of Melbourne and Richmond, of course, is the east side of Melbourne. Do you, I think they're just claiming little Vietnam for themselves or Ho Chi Minh suburb, if you right. will. Oh. Uh, so I think that's, it's just marketing. I'm just going to turn up to the next council meeting and play this podcast on a boombox and just go, <laughs> here's... Here's, here's our thoughts. Yeah. Here's the thoughts of four, four members of the community. Well, here's, um, here, I've been affected by a racist taunt of my own this <laughs> week. Um, you all right? Well, I'll, I'll tell you about okay. it. Uh, I was at, <coughs> you know, I've talked about it on the show many times before. I run um, Five Virus Comedy on the Thursday night and I, I co-run Comedy at Spleen on the Monday night. On Monday night, so every, I reckon every two weeks I will go on. I'll be trying new material. On, the other week, uh, the second other week, I will be just, you know, helping to run it. So... Invariably, I'll get out at the start of the night, I'll introduce, I'll tell everyone what's expected of them, sort of with the comedy night and what's going to happen and whatever, and then I'll introduce the MC, get them all rolled up like Which a is a touch man. controlling, I'll say that. That doesn't happen. <laughs> I would also no, most, most comedy nights, just the MC comes out, yeah. but, but Carl 
Carl Filsey needs to just it's, tell the audience that yeah. they're the audience and, yeah. and that the MC's the MC. It's a, little bit, it's a little bit Cuban Chinatown, It really it? is. <laughs> he also invariably, in that little intro, I mean, he's only on stage for about a minute, but he will call the audience cunt. Yeah, no. yeah there's liberal no. smattering of there the C, no. C word in the, in, the, uh, in the dawning minutes of the gig. No, please come down. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I did. So I'm calling these guys cunts, right? And one guy was racist towards me. <laughs> no, so has the temerity to call me a white devil. Unbelievable! I actually did, I actually did call someone that in wow. the intro this week. But, only, <laughs> but he, this, yeah, I know. He put tandoori on your pizza and it ruined no, it. No, no, no. Oh, what happened was no. He actually, this guy actually, as I'm introing, I'm going. It's going to be a great night. It's going to be awesome. Who's up for it? And this guy just goes. Yeah, fucking get off the stage, mate. Oh, I went, wow. Oh, nah. I'm going to call you something now. So, anyway, um, <laughs> what happened was I got to the end of the gig. Um, you know, Comedy Explained, there's a, generally a lot of people that haven't been there before, come in for the first time, and they generally walk out the door and go, wow, what a great night. I can't believe, you know, uh, that's on for free and, and that we only just found out about it. Some you know, of them are awesome. so excited, they like spontaneously and involuntarily just jack off on the sidewalk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they're just, just, it's, some nights it's just, it's just some kind of spaff storm yeah, out yeah. Of yeah. Front of the place. Yeah, we're just going on. Oh, this comedy's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I cannot not touch myself. That Carl Chandler, yeah. the best introduction artist yeah. in the world. We should follow him at Carl Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad we came yeah. here to the top of Burke Street yeah. every Monday night. Yeah. Anyway, that's, <laughs> anyway, that's the end of that story. Um, so hang on, how did you get racially oh, so, so this is what happened. So people come up to you and say stuff like that. Then this couple came up to me and go. Um, and they, they obviously had never been to a comedy night before and they were a bit confused by the fact that, you know, I'd come out and just introed the night and sort of gone back again and hadn't done anything else. So they came up to me and said... what's re- remarkable is, is they've never seen a comedy night before, yet they knew that was confusing. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but I know that it's wrong. Yeah. No, no, but the guy, there was a girl and a guy and the guy goes, the guy was like, oh, you, you were out there for, for a little bit, um... I did like that bit when you called that guy a cunt. That was <laughs> that was actually pretty good. So yeah, yeah, uh, I liked I like what you did. But the girl goes, so she's trying to figure out how the night works and how it's how, how it's unfolded that night. And he, she goes, so so tonight, what's and you were part of it, right? So what's what's your official role? And I went, oh gee, that's I, I guess that's a good question for someone who hasn't been to comedy before. So I said. Oh look, is it you know? I guess it's um, um, I, I sort of run the night, I book the night, I, I perform. I wasn't performing tonight, and she just didn't hear that and just went over the top and went, "Is it Aussie Bogan?" <laughs> wow! Wait, what? <laughs> she asked me, "Is my official role within the night the Aussie Bogan?" Great. <laughs> so you're like the like the mascot of. Spleen is just this yeah. bogan that just comes this, out. This drunken guy that comes out and insults people and then pops back in his box. <laughs> but having said You're that... You're dicky knee. Having said that, this was a girl that was very drunk and told me she was a farmer from the Wimmera. And she's having a go at me going, I'm the official Aussie bogan of the night. But to be fair, you've been to Thailand three times in one year and you just had <laughs> Domino's for breakfast. Like, I don't... <laughs> I, I don't yeah. quite know what you're complaining about. But that is not official. <laughs> you're not being paid to do it. I'm, it's just your yeah, life. I'm unofficial. I'm doing that pro bono. You're off the clock. Yeah. So she thinks bogans get drunk, come out and abuse people, but are also quite good at the logistics of the evening. Yeah, I wasn't, but I wasn't drunk or anything. I just came out and introduced it. And she was like, oh, 
What's buddy Paul Hogan doing up there? What's, I do what's think Chris Franklin doing? You should embrace this and make this part of the hook of Spleen. Like you, when you introduce the MC, you come out wearing an Australian Gary, flag as a cape. <laughs> Gary Chook presents comedy yeah. at Spleen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just just come out just so you know who's a comedian, who's not. I'm the one with the corks hanging off the hat. <laughs> That's the intro, dude. Come I would out. like I would like it if you if you did start to make it like a character, right? That that you used. Just to introduce the night. So you as comedy promoter yep. were different to your stand-up. Yep. But over time, that character started to take over your life. <laughs> and you just became that guy well, over time. If this character was a particularly angry guy with bad dietary habits who would never propose to his long-term girlfriend, we could argue this character has taken over Carl's life. Wow. Oh, well... <laughs> Welcome to the room of mirrors, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, let's get back to me being racist. Yeah. <laughs> get back onto that safe ground. Your, your move that you did just then, that's something that you do frequently when you're, when you're uncomfortable, is just to scratch your face <laughs> heaps to the point where it looks like you're going to make an actual flesh wound in your own cheek. Well, what about this? So, um, oh, I... On that topic, do yeah. you think when, when spiders have an ice <laughs> habit, they imagine Grant Daniels crawling under their skin? <laughs> Thank you! Oh. Survey says, welcome back. <laughs> your, oh, your television oh. stable, mate. Oh, yeah. wow. Allegedly, no is, allegedly. No one is safe. Allegedly. No one is safe. Uh, <laughs> when did you write that? <laughs> no, just now. Oh, really? <laughs> Literally just sort of, because you were talking about Carl like scratching his face and I just immediately thought of, and I just Magic. flipped it and yep. just bang. Yep. It's, it's a bang. gift. Oh, it's that great is, stuff. That, that is how you write an ice joke. Right there. It's just great to have something in this podcast that wasn't in any way racist. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, let's get back to that anyway. So I was in Thailand and um, no, I, uh, I, you know what? I've been talking about the last couple of weeks, been talking about um, going to Thailand a couple of weeks ago, brought my mum and dad to Thailand. I'm sort of thinking, you know, I'm the good son because I, I shouted mum and dad to go over there, paid for accommodation, paid for flights, thinking, you know, I've got a brother. I've got a brother that's probably not, not the good brother. I'm thinking I'm just moving on up in the world. I'm by far... The number one son after this one. I'm absolutely killing it. I've brought my mum and dad have never been on a plane, never been overseas. I'm giving this giving them this great experience. Dad, you know, mum's loving it. Dad the whole time is sort of every day's really worried, sort of going, Oh God, you know, what's happening today? And you know, it's like just relax, Dad. Like every other day, we're going to a great restaurant, then he'd get there and sort of stop worrying, going, All right, but he'd still be worried every single day. Anyway, we've all got back now. Um, anyway, he's got dengue fever now, so um, <laughs> but I'm responsible for that. I'm the one that brought him over for that. So he d- d- um, wait, does he does he actually have dengue fever? I think he has something very like I looked up the symptoms and I'm like, that's what it looks like. He's like, you know, really tired. He's he, he's in bed all the time. He's uh, or is he, that just being old? Is yeah, that, is that like <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's uh, he's been ill for like three weeks. Oh no! And I'm like, oh, no. oh Carl, I'm the one done? who's been laughing, going, oh, you know, you don't need injections. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, pat that dog. Yeah, kiss the dog. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want. It's it's like bloody Anglesey. It's like lawn. It's like it's just <laughs> a holiday you destination. Sick. You've bought heaps of DVDs to watch when you get home, even if you are sick for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, suck that woman's doodle. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> It's just, it's just like being number one son. Now yeah. that is classic Aussie bogan promoter just there. That is, that's how you, suck that that's how you, you warm up the crowd for the MC to come out. <laughs> hey, that gets everyone front and center. Everyone facing the front, oh, ready geez, to go. My face is itchy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of sucking doodles, uh, we 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 
we haven't revisited this. This is a few weeks ago on the show. Uh, we had a, a listener who sent us a thing. He found a girl on Tinder, and Tinder kind of matches you based on your shared interests on Facebook. And he'd found this girl who they had a shared interest of this podcast. Oh. And so they'd been sort of going back and forth, and then the trail went a bit cold, and um, you know she stopped replying. And so we sort of talked about it a bit, and then we got a photo of the girl, and we put it up on the Facebook page. And I, for some reason, a dude who listens to this show has my phone number and he texted me and said, hey, that's my sister that you just put a photo up of on t- from Tinder on the Facebook page for the show. And he sent me a screenshot of a correspondence back and forth with her, like saying, hey, you're on the Facebook page. Oh, that was you that they talked about on the show. So this is the, this is the text that he sent me. This is the, the screenshot of the texting that he sent me. But have a look. What she's in his phone as up the top. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the top of the message where it says the name that he's got his sister on the phone is is just my sister, <laughs> which is which is spectacular. Like that is so great. I love it. <laughs> so every well, time he knows a lot of Kates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How often are you getting caught out by that? Like going, oh, text her E for, oh, oh, yeah, it's under S for my sister. Yeah, yeah. It's very weird. Uh, and also, generally that helps you, you know, for whatever reason you would see that name on there and you'd have to be tempted at least a few times to pick that up and go, hello, my sister. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You don't want to have to do work. You just read out the name that's already there. Yeah. Do you believe him? That it's actually his sister because if the, if he was going to do an elaborate prank like this, oh sure, and you want to get all Columbo on him, you could just point out that pivotal detail. Yeah, that yeah. no one saves their sister's name as my sister. Yeah. But I don't get why he's, like... he's got a lot to gain from this trick, though, from this scam. <laughs> well, That's talking... my sister that you put on a Facebook page once. So, and, oh yeah, and the other, <laughs> yeah. and the other, like if we're if we're being suspicious here, like you just said. Somehow he has my number. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck's going on? What's he, what's he got your name saved under my Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> my podcast <Yeah>. friend. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like, I think. So his whole phone is just everything's under M? There's nothing under yeah, any of the letters? <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I, because we, you know, so your number's out there. And yes. I, I think we talked about how my number's actually pretty easy to find if you do some Googling. So I think yep. there's a couple of people that. Messaged me and were like, hey, got it, dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. I've got I've got two texts while I've been here from someone, yeah, from a listener who, you know that trick we've talked about on, on, the, on the, the podcast before about how you can text someone and have, uh, 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 make up your own name to be saved in that phone? Yes. Yeah, whatever, yeah. That, however that trick. So like when you get a message from Vodafone about your bill. Yeah. It just comes up as Vodafone. Yeah, without you having Vodafone yeah. in, your, in your phone. So they've sent me one Provided as... Provided wa- if you're with Vodafone, you actually have reception. Yeah. 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 Zing. Yeah, you fucking got him, Danny. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, I've just, been, I've just been told Vodafone have folded. <laughs> <laughs> That's done it. <laughs> We've brought even, down the elephant. It's not oh, even it's uploaded yet. Malaysia getting courtesy giggles. It was all that's your fucking yeah, joke, McGinley. Yeah, yeah. Mal- <laughs> Malaysia Airs had two airlines, two planes missing. This Here we go. <laughs> go back to the pizza story. Oh, what are those ruskies up to? <laughs> they're still going, but you've brought them down with one mention on a podcast, Vodafone. That's impressive. Anyway, Wobsy. Apparently, Wobsy just texted me saying it has come to my attention. I mentioned nearly every episode of your show. Thanks, mates. Please have your dum dum Mario Kart eight. Uh, your dum dum Mario Kart eight day soon, dickheads. 
So what do you mean mentioned every episode of the podcast? Because he's called himself. Oh, he's called himself Wobsy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, cool. That, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but Charlie, uh, you're just come back from Americas, the Americas. Yes. How long did you stay there? Like three months. Or? Three months. Yeah. And New York most. Of the yeah, time? the whole time. I mean, took a couple of little trips. Went to Boston. Yeah. Uh, went to Cape Cod, Nantucket. Uh, what do you What do you do with uh, with three months in New York? Um. That's a good question. No, that is, I reckon that is a good question. Um, what races did you see eating pizza over there? I saw all races eating pizza. Wow. <laughs> I went to the pizza store at the United Nations. <laughs> what chain do they have in there? Yeah. Pizza Haven? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I did stand up and I, um, I, did a, I, I did an improv course, a UCB oh, improv really? course there. And... Um, Took some meetings and uh, oh, yeah. made some contacts. Uh, so you did an improv course. Yeah. You're on a beach. Go. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, that's really, That's yeah. the thing. Oh. Don't think, just speak. <laughs> yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and there's the ocean. <laughs> yes, and there's sand on my feet. Um, but it was really good. Like, what it would was... you have said three months before now? <laughs> You're on a beach. Yeah. I'm in a car. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm on the way to the beach. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh. I'm glad I'm not at the beach. Oh, shit. Oh, um, but, yeah, just uh, just hung out, really. Just hung out. Caught up with caught up with Scott Dooley. Oh, yeah. There oh, for friend a of the show, Scott Dooley. Yeah. Friend of the show, Scott Dooley, who's living over there now. And um, What does he do? What does he do? He yeah. does stand-up. Uh, he does numerous potties. And he... Uh, He's been auditioning for a few things. And but what, do you, what does Scott Dooley do for money, though? <laughs> was he just still living on payout from whatever radio station he Somehow was? Somehow this seems less appropriate to talk about than the... <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, I would have taken this one offline. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say that I'm not going to speak as to the finances of Scott Dooley when I don't know about them. But, but little Scotty D's fine. He's good, fine. Good. Yeah, okay, he's good. Good. Let's talk about your finances then, Charlie. Yeah, okay. Get to the nearest digit, exactly how much money is in your bank account right now? That's a pretty, that's a pretty direct fucking question. <laughs> no, well, I've got a mortgage, so it's a negative amount. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I wasn't seriously wanting that information, but yeah, that's, that's cool. I would have taken it, though. I would have taken the information. I yeah. would have been fine with that. But, um, so where were you staying in New York? In uh, uh, The West Village. Um, nice. Which, and then we, we had to... I don't know if there's any... Is this going to be funny? I don't know. Um, but we were in the West Village for most of it, for, for about half of it, and then we had to move to another apartment because uh, we booked a place for the whole time on Airbnb and then they just cancelled the fucking booking out of nowhere. So that's a warning, Airbnb is. Uh, so we been reading had to, a lot of dodgy stuff recently about Airbnb. There's that woman in California who had someone staying in her place and she's now gone... No, I live here now. I'm not getting out. And there's like California law is like if you've li- if you've inhabited a place for 30 days, you can claim ownership of it. Oh wow! So she actually has to now employ lawyers and stuff to try and get this person out of the house. And Airbnb have just gone. Nah, sorry, not not really much we can do about it. Does she cite the case of finders keepers? <laughs> <laughs> finders versus keepers. Yeah, that's pretty full on. That's a pretty you know elaborate scam. That's always- um dumb law. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. In, in Australia, uh, that is that is adverse possession where you, you where you occupy a property. But in Australia, you have to do it for like fifteen years without someone coming and taking it. Like it's yeah. a long period of time. Right. Thirty days. Yeah, it's not much at all. That means you can't go away on fucking holiday. Yeah, 
For fear that someone will come in. Do you even bloody recognise this country that, anymore? That, that, means, <laughs> that means you can wake up from a coma in hospital and go, this is my house now. <laughs> this is mine. I own this hospital. Yeah. Hospitals are fucking expensive, man. Yeah. Oh, that's now that's yeah, a scam. That's, yeah. a, that's a good scam. Yeah. Go to California, um, jump off a building. But yeah, we yeah. put yourself into a coma. Next I'm thing you know, you're in the bloody hospital. LA carefully, hospital. carefully yeah. enter a coma. I'll just be, <laughs> I'll just be having some of this morphine that I now own. But yeah, it was good. It was just, uh, it was good just to not have a daily deadline. Like to, yeah. Oh, that's a that's an awesome. That'd be an awesome dream of a lot of people to, at some stage, live in New York though. Yeah, yeah. and it's great. But the only, the problem is that all it does is make you want to live there longer. Oh right. Yeah. Right, it's what? it is just the best city in the world. How yeah. many hot dogs do you reckon you had? Probably had over over a three month period. I probably have six memorable hot dogs. Yeah, or like you can't you can't get too fucking carried away. Oh, like the America America has like the greatest scientists in the world finding ways to get calories into your body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 just their flavor combinations are fucking off the Richter, and yeah. and just. They've got, they've got more variations of Oreos than we have people in this country, right? <laughs> the best thing you can say about the states is that they've worked out how to get the motorbikes out of their pizza shops, <laughs> yeah. which doesn't does not get enough credit. Just focused on the fucking pizza. <laughs> but uh, it, yeah, it's it's great, but it just makes you want to live there more. Yeah. Um, what movies fun. do you watch on the plane? Fucking hell, I can't believe. <laughs> what really? Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. No, I once I once watched The Dark Knight. Returns coming into New York, and that wasn't it. To watch a movie about New York, basically New York being blown up as you're coming into New York, that gave me a few nightmares. Yeah, yeah. You, good thing you didn't watch any like, like Fahrenheit 9/11. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would have yeah. been worse. I yeah, think. yeah. No, the corners were smart enough not to play that on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever watch the film Armageddon, you're going to shit yourself, no yeah. matter where you are. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. Terrible. Funny thing about Armageddon, you know, you know when they when they save the world. Have you noticed how it's fucking day? It's daytime everywhere in the world. <laughs> oh, right. Have you noticed that? Like they go around the world and show people fucking cheering and waving American flags all around the world, and it's fucking daytime everywhere. It's like I'm amazed. You, the people who put that together, had so little understanding of the rest of the world. I'm amazed they knew there were other countries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, the San- it's the Santa Claus law. Like he's just able to. Get around in an yeah. unfeasible. Wouldn't feasible that have been? That would have been a great fucking movie. Santa Claus. If, they, if they got Santa Claus to land on the fucking asteroid <laughs> and his magical fucking sleigh. That's the sequel right there. Yeah, yeah. someone's working on that. Who wrote Armageddon? J.J. Abrams. Really? Yeah. So, so all the jokes in there are intentional. He's a he's a genius, and it is one of the greatest films ever made. And I am happy to have this debate with anyone at a pub. All right, let's start now. Okay. No, it's not. It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> hey, let's talk about this quickly. We've had a listener uh, in Perth who has written to us and said, "Hey, I really like the show, and I'd like to give back in some way. I brew my own beer, so how about I make an official Dum Dum Club beer for you guys?" And I want to bring this up with you two because you guys, you guys have brewed, you have experience in making your own beer. We yeah, we've brewed some beer. We've yeah. brewed some beer. Yeah. yeah. McGickering's, uh, McGickering's Brewing Industries. Mm. Oh yeah. Any 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 tips and tricks you can give us on this? Because we're getting a choice of a, a Carl flavour and a Tommy flavour. Yeah. 
Yours is turning obviously going to be some kind of mousse flavored. Yeah, mine's like chocolate raspberry or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, raspberry saison. We made a ras- we made a raspberry saison for Danny's wedding. Yeah. Oh, right. Called we made the, the beer for the wedding. The trouble and strife. I remember drinking that. I wasn't invited. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't you don't you don't book a, a comedy room in Australia, so you weren't invited. What I found weird about about the wedding was I was like I was emceeing you were. the the reception, but Carl got up before <laughs> I spoke and told everyone how it was going to work. Called Danny's mum a cunt. Yeah, sweet, sweet work. Yeah, it was very strange. It was very strange. And there were, people, the, the... there were people there that had never been to a wedding before and they came after me afterwards and said, what was Carl's role? <laughs> they were justifiably confused. Yeah. Yeah. Read your invite, the classic Aussie bogan. <laughs> the classic Aussie bogan did a bit of strip work at the Bucks as well, which I enjoyed. Oh, what? What? Remember at my bucks, we yeah. had that that the, there was a a, 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 stripper, a stripper, yeah, and uh, and she went mental. Yeah, what did I have to do with it though? Nothing. Oh, no, good. We're just, you were there we're watching up the good times. No, I was just worried there for a second that I did something <laughs> that I'd forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest story I heard about my bucks, I didn't see this happening, but uh, we we did end up at uh, a strip club. And uh, apparently, all the comics like Steel Saunders, Xavier, and you guys were just bullying Luke McGregor. In that, every time a, a, a lady came up to talk to him, you kind of shoved McGregor to talk to her, <laughs> and you would watch him have the world's most awkward conversation repeatedly. Right. And apparently, he kept asking, "So, um, uh, what do you do for a living?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as forms of bullying go. <laughs> Being pushed towards an attractive stripper is probably one of the better outcomes. <laughs> I've never seen a work cover ad about that. <laughs> um, uh, as for advice for brewing beer, just uh, the best advice I can give you is when you have your beer and you're quite excited by it, but you offer it to other people, get ready for them to react as if you just said... Do you want to come and live in the fort I built? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a hundred percent true. No one is as excited about your beer as you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Well no, but we're excited because it's just we're not making it. We just get yeah. free beer. That's yeah. true. That's fine. That'd be really good. Yeah. He keeps wanting to make a pale ale for me, which I th- I'm not a big fan of. So I'm trying to yeah. get that to. Because you're allergic happen. to it. Yeah, no, right? I just it, yeah, really boring. Not allergic, but just it makes me sick. Is that from Adelaide Fringe? Could be because I I don't really like Coopers now because yeah. I've I've just had so many big nights at Adelaide Fringe on Coopers. Now. I can't when yeah. I drink it. I I get I feel really hungover and my ticket sales aren't enough. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't drink Cooper's Green anymore. Yeah. It's too much. It's too. And it's the trendy du jour beer yeah. for mm. uh, for parties. Good yeah. luck, oh, good luck getting Coopers to sponsor the fucking podcast. Good luck getting anyone to sponsor the <laughs> podcast. So <laughs> we'll pay out on whatever. Uh, sponsors tonight are Domino's Pizza and India. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like. You know, I feel like saying every time, you know, hey, we're on board for sponsors, but it just never—I don't think it's ever going to happen, is it? Like we—we we did you get punchline for a while. Oh yeah, things? we did have punchline with, for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, they came to the party for a bit. Was yeah. nice of them. With those baffling ads in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> we're going to have punchline DVDs to give away at the uh, the live Melbourne two hundredth episode. Oh, that's uh, nice. We're going to—we've got a little little thing planned where we've got a bunch of DVDs to give away, so that's going to be good. Speaking of DVDs, hey, what a link! Danny McGinley <laughs> has recorded a DVD called yeah. uh, Danny McGinley: The Complete First Season. Yes, uh, just you know, to make sure, in case you were worried about getting low sales, you've just given it a baffling title. Uh, 
It is a straight stand-up DVD. It is, yeah. It's coming. I think out it's next. a great title. Thank you, Charles. How about that? And it, it actually it was chosen by my fans. I put it out on Facebook with about that is so five cute. options, and uh, and yeah, and all six of them voted. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, this one won by a landslide. Yeah, right. But it's a, a straight stand-up DVD. Yep. Um, and it's coming out in the next month. Yeah, I believe. Uh, just yeah, we, as soon as I can get it all together, the government's looking at it now for classification. Oh, really? Doing, yeah, doing that legitimately and everything. And oh, wow. wow. Uh, yeah, it costs like seven hundred bucks because of the director's commentary on it. Oh, I was going to say uh, that's that's that would be a re- big reason to get it properly classified. That's right. <laughs> We've got, so there's the feature on there, and there's a there's a stupid little sketch, and and there's the the right, director's don't, commentary. Don't sell it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> And then the director's commentary, which is like Dum Dum fans, a bonus Dum Dum Club episode. It's like maybe the best Dum Dum Club episode. <laughs> to be completely honest, it was so much fun. It was you in a room with with me, Tommy, Harley Breen, and Nick Cody. That's correct. Yep. Yes, and you didn't want to do a typical director's commentary where you talk about the craft and no, I did two up your own. I ass. totally did. That's oh, okay. exactly what I wanted, and you assholes ruined it. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's the party line, is it? <laughs> oh, is that what we were meant to do? <laughs> we thought we'd all talk about how joke structure works <laughs> and and the, and, the, and the thriving Australian comedy scene, and it just became a hate fest. Well, as, as, lo- as soon as you didn't let me do the intro to it, I just went berserk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A lot of people were really confused They that, that have watched it. So they watched it with the director's commentary and they said, I wish I had someone to stand up at the start yeah. and explain how this was going to go. Yeah, sales uh, for farmers in the Wimmera have been huge. <laughs> <laughs> so what it is, is it's basically a roasting of you. Yeah. I, apparently an unintentional one. <laughs> Oh no! I'm sure you guys intended it. Yes, that. yes. <laughs> it, it it is quite funny. It was it was four mates, and it, well, let's be honest, we 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 had beers while we did it, and yes. pizza, yes. and it was just we went pretty hard. It's like a proper Don Rickles style roasting. Yeah. Um, and you had the, you've got the whole DVD caption, so we could read along and yeah, subtitles on it, whatever. Yeah. Um, and oh, you know, for people out there, I I so so. Uh, say that you should pick up a copy because it is so funny. Yeah, I'd love to know if it translates. Yeah, like yeah, for not very being funny in the room. In the room. But yeah, we yeah you didn't. I I did wonder what sort of self reflection would be going on after we all left the we, recording session because we, we went. Yeah. It got pretty brutal. <laughs> we it was so funny and so much fun, and then we got to the end, and, and then we all had that little bit of shame, and yeah. I think. <laughs> We all we all hugged you, and then your wife came in, and we went, "Do not listen to the commentary track." But of also, this. your wife came back in with your kid, and it was like none of us could really turn it off. So your wife's there with your kid, and we're going, "Yeah, you're fucked, McGinley." <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so please, please go out and um, support. Danny McGinley and get his DVD, but man, it is so worth it just to get that that commentary track. Yeah, please, uh, please buy it. I've got, as I said, got a kid and got to feed him. So. Yeah. Getting classified, so you're gonna, so what you're gonna hear back from them is that you know you you hear I with have... like Hollywood movies and stuff how they like submit it to the ratings board and it's going to be a, an R rated and they want it to you know be able to get teenagers in so they have to you know cut some scenes out or whatever. I probably could ask for that, but it's actually it's a bit bullshit. I've 
I pretty much had to do all the work for them because they give you a form where you have to point out uh, where violence, sex, uh, drug use, anything, and then you have to be very specific. So if, say, it was Pulp Fiction, you would have to say, uh, you know, 34 minutes in, you see a syringe go into an arm and it's clearly heroin. Oh. And, yeah, you have to fill that out on the form. Well, so I, I don't know why you're sending Pulp Fiction off to be rated when it's already <laughs> been hang out on, for... Hang on. Hang, you, with that example, did Fleety open for you on this DVD or...? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, so I had to say I don't know, I was really worried I thought I had to write down every time I swore and we swore on the oh, country no. but th- thankfully I could just write um, swearing throughout but and uh, this is what's going to be uh, based on whether it becomes M or R is I've said the swearing is non-aggressive it's incidental <laughs> conversational swearing right but uh, yeah, that's up to the classifier and, yeah. and everything. So it's oh, that's fascinating. Job. Yeah, the yeah. classifier to be sitting there listening to your DVD extras and going, "Is this a is that a is that a aggressive fuck you or is that a <laughs> I don't know they conversational him, fuck you?" They called him an unfunny cunt. Like that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty full on. Like I, is that? I said uh, we never said the C bomb, but I, I reckon we probably no. I don't. I don't think we would have in the director's commentary. I'm can not I sure. can I ask another question? You said that it was captioned, the subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have to like <laughs> submit a script of what you did, like, or, like, or, like? No, how, it's, how it's actually it's actually sadder than that. I think. How did that happen? I sat watching the rough <laughs> cut of the DVD and transcribed it. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it took about three days because after I kept you kept throwing to, up. Yeah. Kept, yeah. No, it's mind-numbingly horrible. It's so yeah. We know you're you right, mate. <laughs> This is what it's, it's like. It's back on, it's back on. We're doing another one. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to, you sat there typing it out word for word. Yeah. And then. And Hopefully then. not just so it was captioned so these assholes could tee off. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty was. much what no. it was. <laughs> because there's nothing worse than when you're watching a director's country or something and you can't follow along what's happening in the story. So, yeah. so, so I did it just for that. It, it, can someone help me out with this? Has YouTube got a function that yet that you can that it will do automatic subtitles on Ooh, stuff? I think it does. Right. Yeah, I think it does. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It captions things. A uh, friend of the show, Josh Earl, has put up things from his gala sets where it just does it automatically, but it gets it, it like insanely wrong. Like if you go, I'm pretty sure if you go on there now and just find a clip of yourself, you'll be able to get it to do oh, wow. like a transcript. Because I've done it for stuff that I've put up, right. and it's it's so wrong. Like it's one of those things where you go. Why is this a feature? Because it's not even close to being good and accurate yet. Is it? Yeah. Is it funny? Yeah, right. maybe that's why they're keeping it up there because right. it's good comedy gold. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're but just hoping Jimmy Fallon makes a segment out of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's all any of us can hope for, really. So uh, we put last night's segment into uh, into YouTube, and you, you'll be surprised at the results. Rolling. It's actually, I, I, I quite roots. like when you get a you know a, a dodgy DVD. It's usually from Asia, and you put the subtitles. Oh, on here, we here we go. Here we go. It's often they they retranslate. It sounds quite poetic. I remember watching Aliens vs. Predator and they're all like, we got to get out of here. This place is getting dangerous. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. It's, it's quite good. They should put subtitles on Red Tube. <laughs> oh, 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 harder. Oh. Are you trying this that gear on us? This place is getting dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I just wrote that subtitles joke then. It was like Charlie and his ice gag. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Just off the top of our dome, mate. Yeah. It's easy. 
But two very opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> in terms of quality. This is not the, the DVD commentary. <laughs> I know, Come it's on. just thinking about it again makes me want to keep doing it. It's so good. Oh, it was it was grand. Because you've got a DVD out, Charlie. Do, what, do you have any special features on that? Because, like, we think, we got so excited when we did this on the day because we thought, this could be just this massive thing because it was so much fun. And then you slowly sort of go, does anyone listen to the DVD commentary? Yeah, I, I didn't do a commentary. It's funny, now that you mention it, I kind of I wish I'd thought of something. I, I reckon that's a great idea to have Thank everyone take. Well, me and Chandler actually recorded a commentary for your DVD. If, oh. you, ever, if you ever want to re-release it, oh. <laughs> um, it's twenty minutes on that jumper you're wearing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's fair enough. That's, that's a fair enough call. Um, I've got a special feature, which is I, I had kind of a, a bunch of jokes that were from a show that didn't get into the DVD, and they were book covers for. Possible autobiographies. Yep. Oh, that's a uh, great bit. And um, so what I did is I filmed it as though it was it was footage of me pitching titles of the DVD to my agent, my agent played by Damien Callanan. Oh, oh yes. great. So, but it's really like it's so awesomely awkward the scene <laughs> because he has just given me fucking nothing, <laughs> like like nothing the whole time. It's uh, it's really good. Check it out. Cool. Check it out. Um, but on the topic, mine's called Live at the Time of Recording. Yeah. And I think yours is a smarter name for the DVD. Oh, I really Jack. like it. Like, I think Complete Season 1 is a really good name for a it's DVD. It's good. I'm, I'm probably not going to continue it and have Complete Second Season, Third Season. Or yeah, that was my question. How many seasons of Danny McGinley before it gets cancelled? Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. and then the fans get a petition going yeah. and Netflix brings it back. <laughs> yeah. Hey? Yeah. If, that would mean someone actually watched it to begin with. Yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> how, um, how do you get your shit on Netflix? That's probably a good move. Yeah, well, it's coming out here next year. Yeah. They'll be looking for okay, hands up who's already got it. Who's, Me, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, I got it. I tried to get it legally, but I'm a computer muggle. And where do you live? Where, where, what's your address on there? Uh, on my address on there, I, yeah, Carson, California. Oh, yeah. Number um, one, Times Square, New York. Wow. <laughs> That's <where this> <laughs> living. Wow. <laughs> Number one, Times Square. New Number York. one, I got in early. Yeah. yeah, it's been in my family for generations. We don't, you know, we don't want to let it go. There'll be some poor fucker from, like, from Netflix the, who's sent over, sent over to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I live in the O of the Coca Cola sign on yeah. Times Square. <laughs> Uh, oh, I want to get oh. in. I want to get on there and get one Disneyland, <laughs> <laughs> Orlando. Actually, that's a great <laughs> number one. What's the Main most ridiculous Street, address you can register? Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be great. <laughs> Ma- Lincoln's what? Head, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <nice. laughs> oh man. Uh, is that? I think that I might think bring us to the end of the Dum Dum Club yeah, for this it. week. Uh, Charlie Pickering, Danny McGinley, thank you very much for joining us. It is always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Is, Charlie, that, is, that the, is that the sorry, subtitle on the YouTube clip? No, of you? I was just oh, sorry. I was just imp- improving again. Oh yeah, I, man, it's so good. Oh, that was you great. You didn't notice, but he was saying that on a beach. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's hot. Thanks for having me. Um, great, great podcast. Anyone else got sand in their crotch? <laughs> you got things coming up that you'd like to plug, Charlie? Um, nah, I've got a thing. It's, I've got a thing starting next year, Ooh. so just keep an eye out. Oh yeah, that's so, happening. Oh, what a new thing. calendar or? Just <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just for listeners that are getting in early and buying their 2015 calendars. Oh, just right, right. put a big pickering across every yeah. month. 
Yeah. Jan 1, Pickering time. Yep, we get it. Yep. Uh, Danny, so the DVD is going to be out uh, There's no release date within yet, the month? But, uh, yeah, probably within a month. Which cool. Would be Where can they find out a bit? Like, can they order a copy from, from your website? Or yeah, from... that's going to be happening very soon as well. So keep an eye on DannyMcGinlay.com or just we'll... follow me on Twitter at DannyMcGinlay. I'll, I'll we'll, be we'll put the links it. up on uh, Dum yeah. Dum oh, Facebook and Twitter. We'll, we'll definitely promote because, man, I think it is an excellent product. Brilliant. So, yeah. I'm also yeah. doing gigs in uh, Melbourne next week at Five Boroughs and the Comedy Club. And yeah. uh, cool. uh, the Melbourne Public with Mick Malloy and Limo, and then uh, I've got a week in Adelaide and a week in Brisbane coming up in August. So DannyMcGinlay.com. Yeah, cool. Also, just just I just remembered I'm doing a fundraiser for Sacred Heart Mission in um, St Kilda. Don't know what fucking day. I'm terrible with my calendar, but look it up. Cool. It's, it's a famous. getting a new one next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is this year. That's definitely. this year sorted. Yeah, that, that's a famous gig, uh, isn't it? That's on every year. That's a yearly sort of thing. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. famous. At the where is it? At the Prince National Theatre or Palais? Palais? Palais. I think it's Palais. Over the Palais. Palais St Kilda. Yeah. I, yeah. I once saw that. Once saw the Strokes and Kings of Leon do a double bill there. So yeah, that's that's where I play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just play the Palais, mate. We've got our uh, uh, 200th episode spectacular on Saturday, August the 2nd. I'm enjoying that you're holding the mic like Limp Biscuit at the moment, by the way, or like corn or something like that weird... Very Limp Biscuit. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. 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 Oh. With, the, with the cord wrapped around your, your knuckles like that? I wouldn't know how they how they hold the mic because I only listen to and see cool music. <laughs> so I don't know, guys. Yeah. Um, Anyway, let's rap about this live show that we got. It's on yeah Saturday, August the 2nd, upstairs at Five Burrows. Tickets are very nearly gone, so jump on that. And then uh, pretty soon after that, we are going to be in uh, it's Adelaide. It's 7.30 that night, by the way, on the Saturday, August the 2nd. And yes. I'm going to ask Danny McGinley after this if we're allowed to play his DVD commentary after the gig to people. But uh, Yeah, if they agree to buy it. Okay. All right. When you say Maybe we won't do that. when you good, say good negotiation, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got that coming up. Uh, yeah, August the twelfth in Adelaide, doing both of our solo shows and a live Dum Dum Club. With should we say who we're bringing over? We may as well. Should yes we? or no? Okay, let's not then. Um, tickets for both of those things at littledumdumclub.com. Is it uh, Whoopi Goldberg? Yes, it is. Good guess. Oh, wow. Um, we should. I should. Seven million people in the world. Seven billion. You got it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're 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 bringing over all the the cast of the View, and it's basically an audition for us to be part of the View. Yeah. And and, yeah. and do you know what's amazing is you're going to get them to watch Danny McGinley's DVD and just fucking tee off on it. <laughs> Barbara Walters oh, coming in swinging. Yes. Barbara Wawa. Elizabeth Hasselbank doesn't say too much because she's weirdly in love with me. Mm. We should also mention mm. uh, the Bucks that we've been talking about. I've got a date for when it's happening. Uh, August the sixth. 16th is when that's happening in Toowoomba. So if you're Toowoomba or Brisbane and you want to see us, go do that. I'm August the 16th. Yeah, it's earlier than I thought it was. That's very early. Yeah, Are it's pretty soon. That? So if we, well, let us know if you're from Brisbane and you want to drive up and see it and you think we should come, then yeah, Jets, get I'm on it. I'm in Brisbane that weekend. Hmm? I'm in Brisbane that weekend. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is it. Oh, this is awesome. Maybe this is happening. This is a sign. Yes. <laughs> All right. And, um, then, and then you could come in and finally get to do a commentary on this guy's Bucks night. <laughs> oh. oh, it's all happening. It's oh. all coming together. August 16, that's like three I know, weeks it's like away. three weeks away. I know, oh. I know. So we've got to jump on this. If you, yeah, send us. We've gotten a bit of feedback. Some people are keen. People are offering us lifts from Brisbane to Toowoomba, which seems like we're almost definitely going to be murdered. But let's just say this. 
Are these Bucks people, are they going to pay for our flight and accommodation? Well, let's, we'll find out. That'll, that's going to have to be that's the next gonna be the We can't just fly up to, to be at someone's Bucks night. Oh, we can, no, we can put it on as a live show and sell tickets. And, oh, okay, you know. right. Anyway, uh, guys, that is all for this week. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.